0: We are back with the second segment of uh, Fintech Ki baat called dandi Ki Baad, and we have with us Mr. Virith gadwal founder of Jira. I'm Mr. It's great to have you here again. Uh, Thanks, Reyes. To be back again. Thank you. Uh, we had a very interesting first conversation uh, earlier today wherein we spoke about your entrepreneurship journeys and your takeaways and from your experience. Uh, thank you for that. It was really insightful. Uh, having said that, uh, we are now into the second segment where we'll uh, talk a bit more about uh, alternate investment class as well as the new wealth tech as a broader category in fintech. And uh, how do you see the industry developing and your views. And hopefully also we'll learn a couple of new things about different investment asset classes and some tips from you to <laughs> invest and said that uh, let's let's start off with a very uh, you know, fundamental and basic question uh, about Giraffe. What's the origin story of the name of the company, Giraffe? Right?
1: Yeah. No, that's an interesting one actually. Uh, so uh, you know, typical to any startup story, when you're setting it up. So Swara and I kept on discussing, "What's the name to keep?" And uh, you know, the, one of the first name that we had thought of was actually Pi, P-I because we thought it's like passive in- income and you know passive investment something like that and it's also you know that symbol pie which is like an infinity uh, kind of a number and so we thought Ki and then when we went and saw pi.com uh we wanted to buy it was the url was itself uh, the domain cost was almost a million dollar okay then <laughs> we said okay <laughs> okay and then um, you know what what else can we keep And then we kept on debating and we found an interesting, uh, I would say, correlation to what we were building with the animal giraffe. Uh, So like, you know, in the forest, uh, giraffes, as an animal, they get to eat the best leaves and the best fruits. And the leaves and the fruit that they have access to, no other animal in the forest has. So something similar to that, uh, we wanted to bring up or come up with products on our platform, which were the best in class. And right. even today, like 90 95% of the product that you see on our platform is not anywhere, available anywhere else uh, in the country. Okay, it's exclusive to giraffe. So, you know, that was the vision with which we started. And we said, Ki, okay. and it stands taller than others. And, you know, the eats are high. And, you know, right. so it could, we could correlate a lot to the animal if I to put it
0: and sculpt it. The giraffe as an animal in the forage gets access to the top foliage. Similarly, giraffe as a platform gets you access to the top. Uh, investment classes or investment assets to invest in. okay, I think that's a that's a great uh, philosophy and a great kind of uh, thought process how when I was trying to figure out a name for the podcast uh, I remember eight, two weeks ago, I was uh, like I Sadarika is a ghost uh, we were really, uh, like and all that ultimately uh, we were like here we are going to talk and you're Never talk about Shinte. So, Shinte is very
1: difficult.
0: So, we it ended up
1: being. No, also, one of the thi- thing was that, you know, in a long run, we wanted that, you know, people uh, should not uh, be afraid. Uh, we see, there is an inhibition once you start using uh, things like, I would say, money, cred, uh, you know, credit, means, you know, those type of things. Then people might have that perception that I don't understand this or if I, uh, I didn't. So we wanted to keep a very fun name where, you know, they should not have that, they can come, they will, we are there to help you understand. And Got then it. it gives us a bigger umbrella, like, I would say, like an Amazon, where you can do anything then too. But okay, so... same exercise name, Restrictive. Restrictive enough uh, to do something particular. Got it. Interesting. Fair enough. Uh, having said that, right,
0: uh, just a quick overview of what was the problem. treatment that... that uh, you essentially wanted to solve for uh, when building giraffes. So, I know we spoke about this in the previous segment, but just a quick uh, context.
1: Sure. So, see, uh, the, the the problem statement that we had was that, you know, uh, we as an in Indians, we did not have, you know, opportunity to invest. I would speak about the retail uh, investors and mass affluent category. Uh, and I would say people like us who are working Oh, and uh, people who have basically come from middle class, are doing job, and have started earning. This section of people, they did not have anything to invest away from, I would say, the traditional products like equity, mutual fund, real estate or gold. And what Saurav and I, we were aware that, you know, apart from these three, there are a lot of other asset classes available in the market, uh, which are really good, less risky, and should definitely form part of everyone's portfolio. Uh, the main reason I would uh, we saw was three reasons. One was access, uh, you know, uh, one was knowledge, uh, another was access and another was like information. So, you know, uh, ki, uh, there are some people like me who were aware that a product hai, but I did not have the means to put the money. Okay. Uh, then there may be someone like you who is not even aware of the product then there is third category who is aware and has means but has not has do not have access they don't know you know how to do this so these were the three i would say the problem statement that we figured out uh, right. and you know where we thought you ki no if the and it could be solved uh, by use of technology only and we thought you ki know, if we can build a platform where we are solving for these three which is you know uh, information and access primarily then you, yeah. you know there is a scope where you know everybody like us would want to put a portion of their wealth and they should put a portion of their wealth into this that was the mission
0: got it no i think uh, that is really a great mission to have and uh, basically getting access to investment in first place in india is a challenge in uh, i mean specifically awareness is a challenge getting access is not a challenge but awareness have ki to invest karna chahiye and that apprehensiveness is there gold and fd ke bare agar kisi bhi cheez mein dalna hai to mera paisa awareness issue bol ya, apprehension bol lo, psychology bol but that is that is always kind of prevalent amongst at least uh, the middle class and the uh, that that
1: category i'll give you an example if i might share uh, so there is a product which we launched called as treasury bill okay. okay so treasury bill is issued by the government of india okay And you will be surprised to find out that if you buy and if you do a 90 day fixed deposit in your bank today, in any of the top bank, a 90 day fixed deposit will give you close to around 5% kind of a return. Okay. A 90 day treasury bill gives you close to almost 7% kind of a return, which is almost 150% more than our FD return, almost 140, 150% more. Mm. Treasury bill is the safest product for any country because it is issued by the government of that country. A fixed deposit also, the government says up to 5 lakh rupees I will uh, guarantee it. Even if the bank defaults to borrow, the hmm. government guarantees only 5 lakh. Okay. But treasury bill is 100% guaranteed by them. So a product which is safer than an FD and gives more return than an FD. Now, you, all of us are not aware of this. Okay. If we have money, we will do some FD. But a uh, HNI, Ultra, fm they don't do this. They will invest yes. in bill. They will invest in GSEC, which is, issued, which, which is safer and with higher return. Okay. Now, so but, things like these okay, are the mm, problem uh, statement that we are trying to solve. At all levels of risk. Okay. I understand. So, I mean, this brings uh,
0: me to the next question. And I think I'm really curious as well. What are the mm. asset classes that are available in Giraffe and like... What are the unique asset classes that are available on Giraffe as of now?
1: If I want to go and invest. So, see, Giraffe is that one-stop solution today. Okay, that's the vision with which we started, I would say, two years back. The obviously, the first product that we launched was a, a unlisted, you know, corporate bond, basically, if I have to put it. Uh, yeah. Okay, and uh, we started with a corporate bond paper. And then what we were always clear that, you know, see, as an investor, uh, you cannot have different platforms uh, to manage different sets of money. Okay, maybe at scale, you will have two platforms, maybe something like a Zerotha or a Grow or someone where all your equity-related investments are uh, which is mutual fund, shares, uh, you know, uh, domestic shares, international shares, everything is available in one platform. And maybe there is one platform where all your debt-related investment is there, which could be from treasury bill to commercial paper to corporate bond. So that is the vision. And Giraffe is that platform today, if I have to put it. So we have more than eight Seventy different types of product uh, starting from a treasury bill, which is the safest asset class to uh, you know top rated commercial papers to top rated corporate bonds to you know short term notes uh, to uh, you know real estate papers uh, to asset leasing paper and at the uh, very end of risk uh, parameter the venture debt papers so from so that a person can then create a meaningful debt portfolio so like in equity you don't buy one share right If you you have invested say 10 lakh rupees in equity market, you will at least hold 10-15 shares. Because you have created a portfolio, you will buy a Reliance also, you will buy an SME also, you will buy a mid corporate company average. So you create a portfolio. Even in debt, the same play happens. Where you create a portfolio, you will keep 2 lakh rupees in treasury bill, which is like an FD product. You will keep 2 lakh rupees slightly more riskier, you will keep 2 lakh. And your portfolio return should be a healthy 12-13% kind of So that's the aim and vision with which we started Jirap, And I would say we are here today with all the product across the spectrum and across the risk. Perfect, perfect. And that sounds wonderful.
0: Uh, Having said that, right, uh, given the fact that there is such a lack of awareness in a country like India, I think uh, it becomes imperative that we kind of reduce the complexity and try to understand the fundamentals of the subject. Of let's kind of you know. Let's take it up from the top. Let's start with investing, right? How would you explain investing
1: as a concept to a five-year-old? kid? That's the that's the most difficult question, actually. <laughs> uh, so uh, see, uh, as a you know, uh, I have a five-year-old daughter, so. Uh, and uh, the first thing that I'm doing is explaining her the concept of money. Okay. So in, uh, uh, that, you know, this is money, something which helps you buy anything that you want. Okay. Mm. And see, intuitively, you know, they understand butter. Uh, the kids, okay, mm. that I give you this and you give me that. Uh, instead of that, I'll give you this and you give me that, which was a traditional form of exchange. Now they have started understanding money because they get piggy banks and, you know, they, uh, they use that for purchase. So, you know, how, how do you explain investment is that, you know, uh, the way I explain to her is that uh, if I give her say 5 rupees or 10 rupees and I tell her that, uh, you know, if you keep this money, okay, or if you invest this in some other asset classes, so suppose you give that me to me and I will put it in a bank and after 10 days or 15 days or 30 days, instead of 5 rupees, I will give back 6 rupees to you, okay. So because uh, you have invested in this, you are getting something extra. Other way to do this is that I tell her that, you know, now like she's going to school. So we teach her that you use this uh, 50 rupees to buy some lemons. Okay. And you make a lemonade out of it and you then you can sell the lemonade to your friends. And then, you know, you make this 50 rupees hundred you get extra. So those are the basic concept blocks. Of, I would say, teaching a five year old what an investment or a money is uh, today. Stone obviously, you know, they'll pick up any which way. Got it.
0: Awesome. No, I think that is very well said, right? Because at, at the age of five years old, you kind of need to grasp the concept of money first. Because barter is something yeah. that comes intuitively, but money is something that needs to be ingrained. So, no, that, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, having said that, let's uh, you know, turn this up a notch. Uh, let's take the complexity of investments a bit higher and take it to uh, let's basically try to explain it to someone who's essentially just graduating from 10th standard how would you explain investing to them
1: so i would say uh, uh by once you are almost 10th standard level you have you have been exposed to a lot in the world okay and uh, you have started understanding money uh, in detail okay you know the importance of money because uh you have been given uh, i would say uh you have been given money by the parents as pocket money to spend on various things. So you understand that. So obviously investment you don't understand by then. Okay. Uh, so now for a 10th standard guy, uh, you know, you have to start explaining him early. But at, at that age, you have a lot of aspirations. Okay. Uh, so, you, so if you can link money to aspiration uh, and then you explain the concept of investment, if I have to explain you. Suppose if a 10th standard guy wants to buy a PS4. Okay. So now I'll tell you, your dream is to buy a PS4, say next 12 months, your wish is that by next birthday, you want a PS4. Okay, now a PS4, suppose you, you have collected in your piggy bank, almost 10,000 rupees till date. Okay, I give you another 10 to 10,000 rupees, so 20,000 rupees you have today. Now you have an option that you can spend it today. Okay, or you have an option that you invest this 20,000 rupees, so that you get say another 25,000 rupees or 30,000 by next year and that will help you buy that ps3 or ps4 that you are looking for now there are now you have an option that you should keep it in a bank which will give you some sort of an interest okay the interest per annum is this so if you keep it and not use it today you can invest it in a fd which is much safer uh, uh, right now and then after a year you get the money back with interest which will help you achieve your that dream of PS4 yes, that you uh, have so this is the way uh, you know I would explain our 10th standard person you know don't use it today and that also helps them I would say the concept of saving okay uh, for tomorrow and investment is nothing but that okay where you invest uh, by you know you save by investing and then you get a return for some future goals basically got it got it so I
0: think this is this is perfect uh because as you rightly said, at when you are a uh, 15 year old, uh, just about to get into college, you kind of have a lot of aspirations. But linking that to money and kind of making you uh, invest to get that thing, giving a slightly lesser amount. If 30,000 the year. So make that 30k into 40k. figure out where to invest, and they kind of understand it. That right? That that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Finally, let's let's get it to full throttle. The final, uh, the final complexity. Uh, how would you explain uh, investment plus the adding the complexity of alternative investment investment classes of uh, what uh, let's say uh, we can pick any asset that JF is doing, and how would you explain that to let's say uh, someone who's just started their professional career and uh, is about to get their first salary tomorrow? Okay.
1: So see, somebody who is at that level, where they have completed their education and are at the start of their professional career, I would say it's uh, slightly simpler to explain them uh, what an alternate investment is, because see, alternate investment uh, may sound fancy, uh, but is actually very traditional at its core, okay? Uh, because at the end of the day, what you are doing is that uh, you are basically giving money to someone, okay? And you are saying that, you know, you give it back to me with certain interest, after a period of time, and I will have an underlying security or collateral until that point of time. So loan or debt as a concept is very, very age old. It has been there since the time uh, in right? And everybody understands that. Okay, so I need it back with certain interest. And that is the commercial discussion that you have. Right. True. So now for, for this le- person, uh, you know, it's very simple. I would maybe I would take the example of... Uh, leasing as an asset class, okay, Uh, where I would say, or I would take an example of simple corporate debt, actually. Okay, the corporate bond or corporate debt is the simplest example. Where I will tell them that, uh, you know, uh, you can, you know that you can give, say, 1 lakh rupees to Tata, for example. And Tata will give you uh, this 1 lakh rupees back, along with interest, after say, 2 years time, And until that two year, you will have certain security in the form of charge on their asset or in the form of, uh, you know, uh, some hard collateral uh, that can be given you against that. And this is one of the way or form of investment that also can be done apart from uh, FD and saving and buying shares, which you already know uh, that you should do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's like a loan give, direct loan giving to a corporate right so that's the simplest form of alternate investment if I have to put it and then there are a lot of layers to it got it got it no fair
0: enough I think uh, this is actually as a as an initial sheet I think this will make it a lot of uh, a lot clearer to a person who's just about to get into it and I think the fact that uh it is backed by a charge on a certain asset which can be kind of liquidated and the funds can be paid back kind of adds an additional layer of uh, safety for the person who's about to invest uh, in this uh, investment classes right having said that uh, i would want to slightly digress and uh, talk about a couple of investment classes that you mentioned earlier uh, right one is gsec and one is uh, treasury bill so uh, as someone who has never been introduced to that concept if you were to explain these two assets to them so that they can uh, be enabled to invest in that assets through your platform how would you kind of uh, you know explain both of these uh,
1: so it's very simple again see like everybody needs money to grow right huh. be it an individual be it company be it a country so like a company uh, they raise bonds uh, or you know papers to raise money uh, and they use that money for their growth Similarly, say, India as a country, they also need money, they need to spend money for various activities as a country. Okay, Uh, and then the two ways that they can raise money is, one is called as treasury bill, which is short term in nature. So, short term means, you know, like one day to 365 days, is uh, any paper that they issue, which is uh, less than 365 days, is called treasury bill. Any paper that they issue, which is more than 365 days, is called g so, when they raise, when, so government will tell you, okay, you know, I need money, uh, I'm uh, say 10,000 crore to do infrastructure work across the country. And they will, uh, I need this money for say six months. And say 7% is the rate of interest. So, you buy one paper, one paper is 100 rupees. Okay, one bill is 100 rupees. So, you buy, uh, you know, one paper out or, uh, of this. And after six months, I will pay you back along with interest. Uh, it is pro- issued by the government of India. Uh, it is uh, 100% secured by government of India mm-hmm. and, uh, so similarly GSEC is a, just a long term paper where government is uh, you know using that money for long term uh, you know asset creation of the country Perfect. But- and I think the way you ca- the, and the way an investor can buy is very simple uh, they just have to the, come to the platform click on the mm-hmm. buy button it's less than 60 seconds it, it gets credited to your DMAT account and uh, on the due date, you get the money back from government of India directly.
0: Oh, great, great. So, uh, as of now, uh, I think uh, what I want to also understand is uh, if, uh, as, as a platform, right, uh, when you try to integrate with all these asset classes onto one single platform, uh, are the APIs essentially available in the market or you have to kind of do all the tech work around and build those things?
1: No, so see, that's, I would say, that's the most difficult part of, uh, I would say, building what we are trying to build today, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, any fintech, uh, you know, is essentially dependent on the Indian banking ecosystem and the services being offered by them is also dependent on the, uh, you know, APIs and the tech capabilities of not of, uh, I would say, institution, government institutions like BSC and okay, so, you know, clearing corporation, etc. So, obviously, uh, you know, all the development, I would say, in the wealth tech space uh, has happened in last couple of years. And uh, a lot of tech has been built uh, in this space. Uh, we still do find a lot of challenges, uh, you know, uh, in integrating with uh, APIs for various things. There are certain things where APIs are still not available. Okay. okay. So, you know, you, you, uh, you might have to uh, still do some sort of paperwork uh, to get certain things done uh, with uh, traditional corporates uh, but yeah it's an evolving space uh, you know they are also learning that you know uh, uh, we need uh, tech is uh, te- you, you can't ignore tech anymore so uh, uh, it's just the uh, there are certain institutions who are I would say adopting faster than others okay, there are a lot of uh, I would say banking institutions as well. Uh, who are uh, adopting faster than others uh, in rolling out these APIs. There are a lot of fintech companies uh, who have, uh, they are providing BAS as, which is banking as a service, right? Where they are becoming this middle layer where, uh, where they have already integrated with all these institutions and are providing those services. So it's exciting space. No, indeed. I think uh, last few years and... Uh
0: banking as a service or financial uh, EPS as a service has been, uh, has led to a rise of a lot of startups or companies essentially creating platforms that earlier were simply not possible because those kind of integration is not possible. possible. So now I think kudos to all the players working in the segment. Uh, Now having said that uh, how do you uh, kind of uh, look at the investment ecosystem in India as of now? What do you think uh, will it take for it to grow to a stage wherein uh, these asset classes uh, debt asset classes specifically and other alternate investment asset classes I think leasing is leasing classes are also on the rise right so how do you see the uh, ecosystem evolving to a stage where they are widely uh, invested in by retail consumers uh, like non uh, I would say non uh kind of people right normal retail <laughs> investors.
1: So see, uh, if you look back at the history, you know, I think we'll get our answers. So, uh, I still remember, you know, when I started my career in two thousand, you know, eight, 19 era, uh, just a few years back only, mutual fund had started. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, 2005, that that is when it started. And yeah. at that point of time, if you were to talk to anyone, actually, it was almost uh, impossible to understand how mutual fund operate. Okay. Mm-hmm. They did not understand, uh, how can you get 100 shares in one uh, uh, uh you know in one basket and call it large corporate and then you get a unit value how to your uh, unit value okay yeah. and so people then well, did not understand how it worked okay yeah. but uh, what happened was that the first adopter of any financial product across the world it is true okay mm-hmm. is that is the ultra hni and hni categories because they have that level of knowledge yeah uh, to understand that product, and they are the first adopters. Then it will percolate to HNIs, Then it comes to and it and for all products it is the truth. It's the same. Even equity when it started in India in eighties, and it was not retailized, right? Not everybody was buying shares then. Only very few people in Bombay, few people in Calcutta, in Delhi, they were uh, the first. Uh, I would say buyers, either because they had information or they had money, surplus money to invest, right? Cheap. So that they can invest. Same thing happened with mutual fund, but. Mm-hmm. In last, I would say decade or so, mutual fund has become a mainstream product, okay? And today, a guy who has started his job and he's earning say 25,000 rupees, has started doing a 500 rupee ka SIP. Okay. If you ask that guy today also, do you actually understand how mutual fund works? The answer would be no, okay? He really doesn't understand how that unit value is calculated, how that, you know, structuring has been done. It is just that the product has become mainstream, okay? okay. I feel that this sector that we are all trying to build here will also become mainstream in next decades. Where today we are asking all these questions, ki, you know, kaise bana? how did you do the assessment, what is the security, what is the pricing, what is, you know, there are thousands questions. But in 10 years what will happen is that a product itself will become mainstream, okay. Lot of development will come in the product, lot of regulations will come in the product, Okay. Uh, and all these things will help the product to become mainstream uh, in the next decade or so. So after 10 years again, uh, by earning 25,000 rupees, will start putting 500 rupees as an SIP or in some board into alternate investment as if it was a normal
0: Perfect. Perfect.
1: Well, I think that makes sense, right? The uh, early
0: adopters are someone who has the risk-taking capacity to lose money or they have yeah. the ability to understand the product before anyone else does and take the opportunity. There are two different kind of audio and I think in this cases there's a mix of both. Specifically Java I, I mean as of now still a be retalization but earlier I think these were exclusively access to accessible only to the ultra HNIs and now I think with the uh, Fast players and the vast players coming into play and creating APIs out of all the financial products. Uh, a lot of platforms are essentially coming up that can uh, basically create access to. So I think next five years probably are the is uh, a time period. Just we'll start penetrating, and by the time uh, we are at the turn of the decade, we'll have a lot of uh,
1: what is I mean mutual fund like penetration. Hopefully, yeah, and and see technology is helping us. Yeah. so see. Uh, mutual fund did not have that. So see, in 2010 also, if I have to tell, we didn't have so much of technology the what we have today, right? So something which took maybe 15 years for mutual fund to achieve mm-hmm. might actually take seven years for us to achieve. Effect. Right. Uh, so yeah. the uh, yeah. So that's also you know helping a lot. I would
0: say. Indeed, indeed. I think that uh, speeds up the pace of adoption as well, right? Absolutely. Bilkui. Now, I think uh, this has been a really interesting conversation. We uh, uh, thank you so much for the insightful uh, explanations. Uh, I think with this, we'll draw a close to the second segment called "Jandiki Baad. and we we'll move on to the next round, which is the rapid fire round. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our episode with Mr. Vineet Agarwal, founder of Chiraf. Now, we are into the last segment of the day, which is the Rapid Fire Round. You'll be asked anywhere between 6-7 to seven questions and you won't get any time to think about it. Just but, jo aaya mein, first thing, this year. the Alright. You've seen movie. Dekhi ho-gi. Uh, hota hai, TV pe interview something TV. Uh, they ask questions and they ask you to answer on the spot. Same oh, yeah. See me. See me. Alright. Uh, teacher yeah, so let's first let's begin with the first question
1: which is your favorite book uh, what it takes by Steve scoresby uh what time do you wake up 6 thirty to
0: seven uh what's one thing that kind of uh, helps you disconnect from work uh, playing with my daughter favorite vacation destination.
1: Uh, back backer at my home in orissa
0: okay my parents. got it uh one guilty pleasure ah uh, chocolates <laughs> indeed same here
1: uh one favorite quote the uh, favorite quote would be it. it's never too late uh, once you realize it you can do it got it uh how do you measure success for your startup well, for me success is uh, uh, you know to have happy customers both internally and externally uh, when i say internally it means all the people who are working with us if i see them that they're happy with what they are doing and all the external customers uh, if they like what we are providing i think we are successful Perfect. And I think this is probably the most
0: uh, unique answers. The unique answers I've got uh, to know surprisingly so. One of I mean mostly a it's like revenue, yeah, profitability over yeah, uh, a lot of these, those are byproducts I feel, so yes in life. No, but I think this is something that I can align with the most uh, happy customer and uh, if you have happy customers back with Got it. And how do you measure success, personally,
1: one minute? for me, successful, I mean, I have the same philosophy, uh, where you create the maximum impact of what you're doing, is uh, when I feel that I will be successful. Okay, and that impact uh, would be if we are really able to change the way what we're trying to build. Uh, Through Giraffe, the impact would be if we are actually doing something over and above what we are building be it for the society in general because see there are a lot of indirect benefits of what you're trying to build okay it can create a lot of uh, financial uh, you know you get a lot of money uh, there are a lot of smes msmes which will come up there will be a lot of employment generation that can happen there can right. be a lot of wealth creation that people can do yeah, if Indians can invest in products across, uh, you know, debt products across the world, we will get to the best of the opportunities. And so there are a lot of, I would say, indirect impact. Uh, so I would measure my success if, uh, w- you know, if I can create that impact uh, in the long run. How impactful it would be is how successful they would. be. Impact
0: is how you measure your success. Good. And I think uh, this is also pretty interesting. I personally also have a similar. Uh, Similar value side to when I look at uh, measuring my own success, it's more about uh, measuring the impact that I I'm have on a certain sector that I'm passionate about, rather than uh, money or anything else. So hopefully we we'll eat somewhere there. Uh, so last two questions. Uh, one thing that you regret not doing as a founder.
1: I regret not doing as a founder. Uh... Uh, one thing that I would regret—it's a difficult question, okay. But we have to think about this, just a bit. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, see, one one thing I would regret is that you know, uh, maybe uh, there are certain gaps I would stay still, uh, you know, in the uh, way we would have set up our team. But that's a learning. I would not say it's a regret, but I would say it's a learning. Okay. Uh, that you know maybe there are some certain things I would have done 12 months back uh, which uh, you know we are implementing right now uh, so it's a constant learning I would say it's, I would not word, use the word regret actually
0: got it got it fair enough and uh, one final question for the day one piece of advice for anyone who wants to start something on their own uh, the
1: piece of advice would be uh, you know I think you should Go for it because I genuinely believe if you are in India today, uh, you know we are in the golden time uh, where you know most of the things are going right for us. Uh, There are hundred things obviously which can be better, no doubt about that. But I would say there are uh, we are in the best phase of our uh, growth as a country. Uh, This is the right time. You should always experiment. If you cannot build your own startup, I would strongly recommend you go and work for one. Okay, because at the young age, if you are if you are young entrepreneur, I would have to put it okay that's the best learning phase for anyone i tell exactly the same thing to everyone in my family Uh, even if you have a top job from a top company please leave that work four five years for a startup you learn so much in that uh, you know three four years that you would not learn in 10 years in a large company and you can always go back if you know if you want to work uh, you know there is nothing wrong about it Uh, but either build or work for somebody who is building something so that is that sure I think very, very well said. Uh, thank you so
0: much, and I think uh, this has been inspiration for a lot of founders who are listening to this, a lot of people who are aspiring to be a founder. So thank you so much for that, and it was really a pleasure having you here, Vini. Thank you so much for it.
1: Thanks, yes. Uh, you know, you have made me think a lot of things which uh, you know you normally don't think about. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the discussion has been, you know, enriching. it fact, thank you. Thank you so much.
0: I think. That's the impact part that I also try to generate. <laughs> thank
1: you so much. you're doing a great job, and you know a uh, lot of people are listening to your podcast and learning a lot about uh, you know, how fintech fintech is impacting a lot of things that we do in India.
0: I try to make it reach to a lot of people, but let's see, we're still a long way to go. Thank you so much once again. All the best. Uh, thank you.